Hey everybody, welcome to Keep Talking Podcasts, fitness, health, and mindset series. I'm your host, Sean Tummelson, fitness coach and nutrition nerd, and I love talking about this stuff, and I hope you enjoy listening to it as much as I enjoy talking about it. Enjoy the episode. What's up, everybody? All right, in this episode, I'm talking about um, sex, sex drive, and just to kind of give like a disclaimer at the beginning, uh, this is going to be an episode... Is disclaimer the right word? This is going to be an episode where there is going to be obviously a lot of sexual language. Not really like necessarily like any, you know, major vulgar language. I'm not going to be using like, uh, you know, really nasty like slang terminology that much related to it. Um, I mean, yeah, I'll probably use some just like standard words that we use in English that might be considered like slang. Um, but obviously using sexual terminology um and so, yeah, if you're, uh, well, if you're a very young listener who shouldn't be listening to this, stop listening now. Or if you don't feel like you're in the mood to hear sexual terminology, well, then stop listening now. But anyway, um, yeah, I want to talk about this because this is an interesting, it's an interesting topic, uh, sex drive. And it's one that I really hadn't, had never like thought about that much, you know, probably not as much as most people do, um, in their younger years of life and and like as someone now who's just very into fitness you know personal training and just all around health and everything it's something that has just never been like a huge focus of mine like how to improve sex drive even though it probably should have been at certain times um you know whether we talk about sex drive sexual performance whatever i mean because a lot of the two are kind of linked right you can't perform that well if you don't have that much drive for both men and women um and um I think it, what's interesting about it too, when I think about myself, is you know I think about myself as someone who probably through a lot of my, especially like my my twenties, probably like overtrained physically. This is what a lot of us who are really interested in fitness in general tend to do: is we we train so hard because we kind of either we grow up with sports or fitness or whatever. Like we train so hard, we're almost like always overtraining our bodies, you know. And it, like we would think about ourselves as people who are very, let's say like, you know, fit in all aspects. But oftentimes I think when we do this, we're training ourselves to the point where we're just lowering our sex drive. Like it's one of the symptoms of, of being overtrained. And I would say, I would venture to guess actually that a lot of people that are really into fitness, whether it's, well, especially like bodybuilders and stuff, they just become extremely unhealthy. I don't know what it's like. To have. I don't know how you could have any sex drive when you're down to 3% body fat. but um, And you're not eating any food and you're all dried out because you don't get to drink any water. No. Um, but um, but even like, you know, athletes and stuff, I, I feel like sometimes athletes, especially, you know, in season, are probably just, just overdoing things so much, just so tired at the end of the day, working so hard, obviously, you know, dominating in their sport maybe or whatever it may be but maybe just don't have the energy uh, to have a good sex drive. And I think there's a, because a lot of times, one of the things we talk about as fitness people is there's a big difference between like um, what's, you know, what top performers do and what's actually optimal for our health, right? Because like what athletes do, the way that they train, the way that they perform is not necessarily the best for optimal health. Okay, it's best to make them a freak at that particular thing, <laughs> but it's not the best for like optimal overall health. And I feel like the same thing applies. Like I can virtually guarantee that I had I didn't get my testosterone levels measured in my 20s, but I can almost guarantee it was lower than it should have been. It's back up to about normal now. Um, you know, there were periods where I would have like low libido or sex drive, and I definitely think that part of it was just because I was I would like train so hard for different 
you know, sports or just exercise in general where you're almost just overdoing it. And, you know, with that in mind, like I said, I just, I really think there are a lot of people out there who are like trying to just like crush it in gyms, both guys and girls, but they're training super hard. They're not necessarily sleeping quite enough and you're just not going to have as high of, well, testosterone levels, particularly in males, although obviously testosterone is important for women as well. You're not going to have as much of a sex drive, as much libido if you're just wearing yourself out in the gym or doing whatever athletic activity you do every day. And um, I think that, um, where was I going to go with this? Um, like like for me, for example, because I mean, I will like admit, I don't mind talking about some of this personal stuff on this podcast, you know, in a previous relationship that I was in, definitely part of a contributor for the reason that the relationship ended is I just didn't have the sex drive that I needed and couldn't perform the way I needed late in the relationship, right? Um, and a big part of it, I think, was because I was just, I, w- I was chronically underslept. I was sleeping maybe six or six and a half hours on average per night instead of a solid seven or eight. And I was just chronic, just wasn't getting enough sleep. And it's funny too, because like, <laughs> I-, I literally, sometimes nowadays, I like think to myself, I'm still pretty an early, pretty much an early to bed, early to rise guy. You know, I usually wake up around five or 5.30, um, you know, and go to bed between nine and 10. And I was joking with a buddy the other day. I'm like, man, I actually kind of wish I could just make it where I wake up around like 6.30 and go to bed like 10.30 or 11. That way I could just have like more energy and sex drive around that like 10 p.m. hour. Because like, I mean, if you're single and trying to date and you don't have that much sex drive at 10 p.m., you're screwed. (laughs) But but like seriously, for me, like I don't get how some people do it. Just because, I mean, I do still occasionally like go out late to like a nightclub, you know. But like when I think about people just like having sex at like midnight or after midnight, I'm like, how could you possibly do it? I got up at 5 a.m. this morning, was hitting the weights hard. It was a long day working. I was on my feet doing stuff all day. How could I possibly, after 19 hours of being awake and doing all this stuff, be able to get a boner? What? <laughs> anyway, but but like seriously, so like for me, like just personally, especially since I'm more of a morning person, especially nowadays, and I think this is even proven for most men, but like my sex drive is definitely higher, uh, you know, morning to, to early afternoon, like not really that much late in the evening, you know? Yeah. I mean, I could still do it, but it's not my best time of day, you know? And I literally am sitting here thinking, what can I do to like continue improving on that? Cause let's be real in the real world. Unfortunately, you just don't get to have sex at 10 30 AM that often. Um, but anyway, and so it's, it's just, it's become an interesting topic for me. Um, and the one thing, you know, I mean, obviously I did some research and I feel like this is one of those issues that probably everybody listening has researched more than me anyways, because who hasn't researched how to increase your sex drive? Heck, I got friends that sit there and like talk all day about, you know, how to get a harder boner and a bigger penis and all this stuff. And I've never really even considered, I've never worried that much about this stuff, but, um, you know, and I'm not going to go into like all of the different things that I found during the research. Right. But I mean, I think a lot of it comes back still to those three, what I call like the big rocks that are the most important things in general for our health, which are number one, literally sleep, number two, nutrition, and number three, exercise. And I mean, if you're doing all of the, those pretty well, if you're getting a solid amount of sleep, if you're not needing an alarm to wake up, um, you know, if you're feeling well rested every day, um, you, you know, that's going to help a lot. If you're eating at least mostly healthy foods, if you're eating enough, I mean, I think much like not being able to have enough strength in the gym, the same thing happens uh, you know, in the bedroom, so to speak, if you're not feeding yourself enough, you're under eating, or if you have any nutrient deficiencies, then obviously you're going to have the same trouble. And I mean, exercise just in general, 
well, here's the caveat here with this one is I think, like I said, doing too much exercise is not a good idea, obviously, for sex drive. Um, I think doing a certain amount is good. I mean, they'll talk about how, you know, exercise and whatever helps to get the blood flowing. They also talk about the different types of foods that are supposedly better for it, things with antioxidants, fruits and vegetables, the Mediterranean diet, not too much fatty foods, blah, blah, blah. I'm not really sure what I think about all that stuff or about, like, what foods are necessarily best for sex drive or, you know, testosterone levels or increasing libido or, you know, for males getting harder erections or whatever. Um, yeah, I don't really know about that. You know what? You know what's really weird about though this, though, is that, like... What is definitely messed up is because I had like heard jokes about this, but apparently this is legitimately true is how like, you know, male sex drive kind of peaks like in the late teen years, I think. And then female sex drive peaks like in the 30s as women get older. And it's just it's so messed up. Like, why would we have evolved to that if that is the case? You know, which I mean, that definitely does seem true. Like, we're horny as hell as teenagers, guys are. And then, I mean, women, you know, I, yeah. I, I honestly, the day that I figure out when women are really horny and when women really have sex drive, I'll I'll be doing way better in life than I am now. No, but um, and, you know, obviously it relates to the menstrual cycle too and all that stuff. And then you know, you got to put candles and music in the bedroom, things like that. But um, but but like. Okay, the the thing about, you know, male sex drive being the highest in like the late teen years, right after puberty when testosterone levels spike super high, whatever, and then women having it in like their 30s, that just doesn't make sense evolutionarily. Because like, why would women's sex drive be the highest theoretically like 10 years after their, their fertile years? Because I mean, I still hear all the time, right, about how in general, I mean, I know, you know, there's different opinions on this, but in general, it's probably healthiest for women to have babies before they're 30, just because it lowers the risks of, you know, whether it's birth defects or whatever risks of the pregnancy. I don't know. I'm not an expert on this, but, but right. I mean, like, like why is women's sex drive way higher essentially after those most fertile years? I literally could just Google that if I was less lazy and there's probably an actual good explanation, but it doesn't really make sense. And then guys, our sex drives the highest and we have no maturity in our lives whatsoever. We don't know what the hell we're doing in anything. Freaking 17 year old boys have the highest sex drive. Yeah. Good idea. God or evolution or whoever created that bunch of freaking 17 year old knuckleheads playing call of duty on Xbox have the highest sex drive and want to go make babies and then run away after making babies because they don't want to take care of babies. Like, how did we, how did we evolve into this? This is literally, this is deer behavior. This is what animals do out in the wild. They go and they, they hump each other when it's mating season. And then they just have the offspring and the males just keep going and going and like, <laughs> right. I mean, I like, that's kind of how most species evolves. Now this has turned into less of like a sex drive thing and more into, um, uh, you and me, baby ain't nothing but mammals type thing. So I don't know. Um, strange questions, strange, uh, questions that I don't have all of the answers to. Right. Um, but honestly, I, I think like, in looking at this, there's all of these little different things that they'll they'll give, you know, 12 things to try to get harder erections from Healthline, you know. What is number one? They not have a number one on here? I'm getting confused. It, like, starts at number two. Try something new in the bedroom, new positions, sex toys. For all the males listening, okay, this, this is going a little, I mean, this is probably a little too far than I was going to go on here, but we're, like, 12 minutes into the episode, so heck with it, whatever. Okay, can any of you guys actually come from when you're on the bottom? Can any of you guys come when the woman, when your woman is on top? Like I can't, 
I can't do it. Like it's gravity. It doesn't it doesn't work for me. Like in general, I have to be like on top or in a neutral position. I can't do it from the bottom. Maybe this is a problem that I need to address, you know. It's not that I always hate sex from a bottom position, but like I just like to come from down there? I don't know. I I mean, I'm sorry. This is this is further than we usually go on Keep Talking podcast. This somewhat moderate podcast related to teaching English to um, you know, learners of English second language learners uh but hey this is a good episode for you i'm talking about i'm talking about very important terminology related to sex so i don't know but i just yeah so okay change your position preferably males on top if you want um to make it easier <laughs> um different entry points jesus let's see blood flow to the penis. And, and then like the obvious thing here is you know there's all these gadgets and stuff okay not just gadget but i mean like Okay, you know, you hear about things like, obviously, there's Viagra. There's all these other, like, supplements and stuff that I have, like, friends who take, literally. And, um, and I'm like, gosh, because you know me. Like, I'm very anti-supplements in general. The only supplement I take regularly is creatine monohydrate because it's a great strength training supplement. It also has great benefits for the brain, and there's also, like, no side effects whatsoever. And it may become, like, a thing that's recommended to basically everybody in the general population. But in general, I'm, like, super against supplements. So... Like, you're probably not going to see me take, like, a Viagra ever unless I have to, unless, like, excuse me, unless I, like, literally have to save the world. And, like, I'm the only man left and I just can't can't get one. I can't get it up. And, like, the world depends on me taking a Viagra. Like, then I would maybe do it, you know. I feel like I'm stuttering. Then I would maybe do it. Maybe do it. I'm actually, the funny thing is I'm actually recording this episode like at almost 9 p.m. Usually I record a bit earlier in the day. So this is almost like me trying to have sex this late at night. You know, it's like I'm not performing my best right now, but it's still mildly entertaining. I tell you guys, like, I'm pretty good from like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. performing in any task, like that 12-hour window, you know, whether this is exercise, whether this is work, whether this is going on a, a date, whether this is in the bedroom. Like, I'm, I'm very good. I perform well from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Once it gets past 6 p.m. and onward, yeah, I can kind of stay awake pretty well, but, like, performance really, really dips. So just keep that in mind. And I know there's lots of guys and girls out there probably listening to this who are like, yep, we hear you, Sean. We hear you. We hear you. Um, God. And then just, you know... Looking into all the different... See, okay, the, the the anxiety is definitely a real thing. Like, I mean, they'll talk about how anxiety makes it tough. And, yeah, that makes sense. You know, you can't relax enough to get the blood flow going to the penis, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, same type of thing related to women's sexual desire. That's definitely a thing. This is all kind of like... it, it Like, this topic, it does relate enough just to general fitness because how do I describe this? There, there are lots of different factors involved in it and once you have enough like an accumulation of enough factors that are that are going against you you just you can't perform right like you're not going to gain muscle for example if you're sleeping inadequately if you're not eating enough and if you have a lot of anxiety or stress in your life like those three factors right there added up make it so you have almost no chance to gain muscle no matter how hard you work out same thing no matter how hot the girl or guy or whatever is in front of you you have no chance to really get horny and have that great of a sex drive 
if you haven't slept very good, if you haven't eaten any good food, and if you have a lot of high anxiety and stress in your life. I mean, this is, we could take like the literal example is if like you see the most sexy, attractive person five feet in front of you, but then someone comes into the room and puts a gun to your head, the anxiety is probably going to overtake the boner. Does that make sense? And it's a stupid like example, but, but this is what like the little anxieties that we have in our lives that keep uh, accumulating all the time that's the type of effect they have on sex drive as well. So at the end of the day, I just wanted to like look into this a little bit more. And honestly, I'll be real with you guys. When I researched this episode, I usually put in a little bit more effort. I kind of just sit here, sat here and Googled like, okay, sex drive, libido, how does it work? How do you improve your sex drive? Read like a couple articles, didn't see anything that I hadn't already actually heard. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'll just have to stick with what I'm doing try to keep improving little by little tell uh, any woman that comes into my life like hey 6 a.m to 6 p.m i got you after that all bets are off but you know when i'm good all right you know when i'm good (laughs) some of you are probably listening to this being like sean i like literally can't even have sex unless it's at least after 6 p.m it has to be in the night it's probably what most of the women are thinking too like why would you possibly want to have sex at one o'clock in the afternoon it just doesn't make sense doesn't make sense all right well you guys probably didn't learn anything in this episode worthwhile but uh focus on just being healthy overall get enough sleep get some good food do some decent exercise but not too much exercise and um stay horny no (laughs) sorry all right all right that's all i got for this episode we'll talk again soon peace Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something valuable. For daily workouts, fitness tips, nutrition advice, mindset advice, you can follow me on Instagram at Sean underscore Tumelson. That's S-E-A-N underscore T-U-M-I-L-S-O-N. For more information about Keep Talking, you can follow Keep Talking on Instagram. That is K-E-E-P-T-A-L-K-I-N-G-C-O. 